Hello, everybody, and welcome to the College Rugby Wrap-Up Deep Dive, a new segment here that we are going to be doing periodically going forward, where we look at a game uh, from a weekend of, of college rugby games that we feel has kind of a little more to it than the than the scoreline itself indicates, a game that we think we can connect to a couple different storylines from around the college rugby universe. Zach Lanning, I'll be here with you guys along with Colby Marshall and Matt McCarthy, who has graciously joined us for our inaugural deep dive, uh, deep dive episode here. Uh, Matt Colby, thanks for coming in and, and enjoying us guys. We're going to be talking of today, of course, about the Brown versus Fordham men's rugby game. Uh, and Matt, you were at that game. Uh, can you give us kind of your first impressions there from, from the, the match? Yeah, it was, uh, it was, First of all, spectacular day in the New York City tri-state area. One of those perfect fall days. And the Fordham campus is really just a special place. When you're in there, it's amazing. It's not in the, the greatest neighborhood on the planet in the Bronx, but you walk through those gates. It's this enormous place. You feel like you're in the middle of like uh, Cambridge or, or London or something real real nice. And they've got, they've got great facilities. And Fordham is a program that can change potentially in a year or two to be a powerhouse if they get the proper support. Whereas Brown is now getting that support from their alumni and it showed. Yeah, Matt. And you spoke to uh, head coach of Brown university men's rugby, Dave Laflamme after the match, uh, Brown did win this game uh, by a very convincing margin. Uh, and he spoke a little bit about what they were able to do out on the field. Correct. And kind of a little bit about that support as well. Yeah, he talked about the support. He also talked about some of the positives that he liked that is from what you took out of that match and some of the negatives. It's kind of hard to find negatives when you guys win 50 to zero on the road. Uh, but he did have some interesting things to say. We could check that out. Coach, big victory for you guys here on the road in Fordham. What are some of the things that you liked about what you did? I, you know, it was really, we, we struggled a little bit in the beginning to kind of find our shape, but it was good to see those guys be able to pull it together and really start to get some cohesion as the game went on. We, uh, we had a couple personnel changes today too, so it was really encouraging to see some guys be able to step up and, and sort of work themselves into the system. What about some things that you might want to, you know, work on or weren't mm -hmm. pleased about? Discipline. We're always, we always uh, get a little chirpy, but it's, it's something we know and it's something that we've really tried to, to work really hard on throughout the year. So, uh, Is it true or not true that the change in your shirt from white to brown <laughs> uh, facilitated this victory? Um, it is untrue. Uh, I had nothing to do with the victory. I give them the tools, and they went out there today and did the work. And you've seen an explosion of success with the Brown rugby program in recent years. Does it have anything to do with the head coach? Uh, probably not. Um, I would say... The last few years have been tremendously successful for us. A lot of that is due to the fact that the university has really bought into the program. While we're still a club sport, um, they're really behind us and, and give us the resources to operate on a pretty high level right now. So it's been really encouraging to see. No, you are far too humble. I'm giving all the credit <laughs> to the head coach. And coach, final question, are you a vandal? <laughs> you big sweet ass I am. <laughs> So right at the end there of that interview, uh, Coach Flam talks about support of the school kind of being integral to the success they've had recently, tail end of last season, coming into this season, undefeated on the year so far, and they had an upset victory over Dartmouth at the end of last season. Uh, Colby, what are your thoughts kind of on the 
the support from the university as well as he mentions uh, some donors as well from, from Brown or some, you know, alumni supporting the program. How big of an impact does that have on college programs? Just having that level of support uh, financially and, and, you know, logistically from, from the university. You know, I think it's very important. I was able to see it firsthand at Iona university with, you know, Bruce McLean came on board. He really did a great job of getting the alumni to come back to the games and, you know, show up for the, the players at the time and you know financially i think the school is helping them out a little bit more nowadays and you see the product on the pitch that they're putting out uh just about every year they're a pretty solid team so it's very important and it's a good thing to see happening with brown who are just you know having a great season at the moment um something that you like to see yeah i think it's a, a very common theme among the top programs in this country are either varsity programs at their respective schools or enjoy, you know, a lot of support from a strong alumni network uh, and the school itself. You think of Cal, you think of Lindenwood, you think, you know, all, all those schools that are always, always at the top Navy, their huge turnaround this year has kind of been influenced by the fact that they're a varsity sport now uh, at, at their, at the Naval Academy. And so that's really helped their program uh, as well. Uh, on the other side of that matchup though, Matt, on the other sideline, you had probably, and maybe I'm speaking out of turn here, probably the uh, mo- most high-profile rugby player uh, in the history of, of you know world rugby coaching at the college ranks here uh, in Ben Foden, who used to play for England, obviously, uh, in the premiership in England, uh, played a little bit in the MLR as well for Rugby New York. Uh, that, that's an interesting dynamic for me to have someone like Ben Foden on the sideline you know, when you're playing in a college game. Yeah, Ben Foden is one of those guys that can just c- continues to surprise you. You know, you, you think, okay, he's a big superstar from England, professional player. He, the guy, and a lot, a lot of people don't know this, he actually played scrum half and 15 at different times for England, representing his nation, England, at two different pos- skill positions. So he was a scrum half first, and then he moved to fullback. But this guy, you know, when he was with Rugby New York, always – a player's player, a mate, a good guy, helping coach, spread the word. And you saw it at training sessions with Rugby New York with Foden just helping with Andy Ellis basically as assistant coaches unofficially while they were with, with the guys, right? And then you see him taking this job and living in Brooklyn. I think – or he's living in um, – he's I think he's living in Green Greenpoint. But he's, he's now working up in the Bronx, and he's got Federico – uh, Reinhardt, the, the the large man that we all know, helping him out. And these guys, you know, they're up against it because they don't have that real alumni support yet. I think it'll come. But they've got guys that are playing the, the, with very little experience, and you're going against this, jog- this joggernaut of Brown. And, you know, it wasn't that long ago that we weren't calling Brown a joggernaut. And as Colby pointed out, a person or two can help exact big change on the college rugby landscape like it happened at Iona. Yeah, and so you actually got a chance to catch up with uh, Ben Foden after that game, after the loss. Uh, let's hear what uh, you two talked about on the sideline. Not the result you wanted, but some positives. The positives for me from that game is that we uh, we never gave up. Uh, we tackled our hearts out. We defended the ball for 80 minutes and uh, 
yeah, it just shows that uh, Brown are a very good program and uh, we've got a lot to learn until we get up there. What are some of the things that you're not happy about with the guys? Uh, I said to the boys, the main thing is, is looking after the ball. Possession is uh, so key in a, in a game like that, especially when you're starved of it. I felt that we kicked the ball away very easily and you know when we went one-out runners, they turned over the ball and you know we really could get a foothold in the game and, and when you're playing a team as good as Brown, you know they're going to punish you. And if you were playing in this game, would you have preferred to play uh, at number eight? I mean, number nine or 15? <laughs> Um, I you know keep out the way. Fifteen, I think, because uh, I don't like to make many tackles, and it seems like it was a game for a, for a real rugby purist to tackle some uh, big guys. Oh, I know that you would have tackled, coach. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, man. I mean, it's kind of hard to take some positives away from a game that you get thrashed in, but this match was on the radar of a lot of MLR teams. Am I correct? Well, I, I you know that's the thing. That's the new nature of the beast here. You've got. MLR representatives scouting college ga- college matches. So even if you're on the wrong side of a 50-0 whitewashing, if you're playing well and you're getting noticed as a player, you got guys like Steve Lewis, general manager of Rugby New York, and Tom Clark, who's the Mystic Sevens coach, but works with the Free Jacks in conjunction with the Free Jacks. These guys are watching players from both sides, talking to the coaching staff before and after the games, you know, seeing who's got what, feeling the pulse. So yeah, you know, you might get thrashed 50 to zero, but if you play well, specifically if you play well in a 50 to zero thrashing and you're on the losing end, you're going to open some eyes. And that's, that's the new dynamic. Yeah. I think that's such an interesting concept because not only are you now learning from someone like Ben Foden, just who has an immense amount of rugby skills, he is connecting you directly to the, you know, top professional league, in this country for rugby. So you are automatically, you know, as a program kind of getting on an MLR radar. And that's why I'd love to see this happen at more colleges, universities across the country. You know, we've seen it at UCLA with Harry Bennett taking over that program. He played at rugby, New York. He has connections there. Now Uh, we've seen some of the Legion, the San Diego Legion guys, I think coach at at various universities uh, throughout Colby has some, my own connections, Connor Buckley coming back to coach there as well. Uh, So I, Matt, I'd love to get your opinion, and Colby, you as well after, but do you think that this is big for the game, you know, at the college level to have, I would say, like, quote-unquote, celebrity coaches or just, like, high-profile, you know, rugby coaches who have played at the highest levels of the game kind of coming in and taking over these programs at this point? Well, it certainly can't hurt, and it also brings in a level of of professionalism that players never experienced before, and it might you know, it, it instantly raises a, a, a college player's rugby IQ. It has to, because these these players like a Ben Foden, and I talked to you off the air about Pongo Pongo Hakmahaini, who is a dynamic professional player playing with Rugby New York. He is now coaching the New York Rugby Club's women's side. So it's not just college, it's in the community, but it's also helping collectively raise the rugby IQ in America. And that's, you know, Grassroots rugby and growing the youth rugby is absolutely imperative, but the IQ at the same time is just as crucial. Yeah, well said. That's a great point. I think uh, it's something we desperately need here uh, is to raise that bar. And uh, we finally have people now who have done it at the highest level who can come in and and show some of the you know the younger players uh, what what that means. So. Uh, Colby, any thoughts on, on that, on, on kind of, you know, high profile coaches taking over college programs? Yeah, I think it's also about credibility. You know, when you think about a locker room, a group of young college rugby players, 
uh, and this is the case with any sport, you're going to need somebody that has been there, has done that, or else, like, why would I listen to you, right? So having a Ben Foden in there, having a Harry Bennett at the coaching helm is really important for a group of young players to buy into a system. I think if I had a coach like that, I'm listening to everything he says. Like, I'm not going to second guess a decision or like I'm going to go into battle knowing that I'm well prepared because he had to go through the same thing that I'm going through. So, so you didn't listen to Bruce McLean important. when you were at Iona is what you're saying. I, I did because <laughs> I knew he was a good player. <laughs> so and we had, I, yeah, we had assistants, you- including Billy O'Connell, uh, that were also great players as well. So was Paul Burke. Paul Burke was a hell of a number eight. These were my teammates, by the way. So let's get back to the the result of the game a little bit. Again, another huge win for Brown, uh, 7-0 on the year. They are number one in the NCR coaches poll at this point. For both of you, Colby, we'll start with you. Are Brown the best team in NCR, National Collegiate Rugby, at this point? Uh, and then how – talk to me a little bit about how a team like Brown, who are kind of always consistently good – uh, and seemingly gone under the radar for a few years here. I mean, I just don't, we don't usually refer to them, you know, when we talk about the top teams in the country, but first question, Kobe, are Brown the best team in NCR at this moment? I think they are. I think that's a automatic. Yes. You know, they haven't done anything to convince us otherwise, and they've done everything to convince us that they are. And so, you know, with the record of seven and zero, a big win against, I think that win against Iona at Mozilla field is what, uh, really started to have people start paying attention to them. And, you know, to answer the second part of your question, I think that game is what you can look back on and say, uh, you know, maybe that's why we're starting to pay attention to them because, you know, they haven't had the opportunity to play a high caliber team like Iona in the past. And that's why they're starting to get more recognition and notoriety. So I think it's a definite yes. They're the best team in NC. Somehow it always comes back to Iona. Iona taking credit for Brown being a successful program. Uh, is that it, Colby, at this point? They're always in the mix. I, what can I say? <laughs> They're always in the mix. Uh, Matt, do you agree with Colby that Brown are the best team in the NCR? Yeah, it's tough. It's tough to gauge right now. But uh, after seeing what I saw, uh, they are very, very powerful. And Dave Laflamme has done a great job. But, you know, don't rule out the Tui Osborne same Bonaventure team. I mean, that's a very good team too, but this is such great. This is so great that we can have these conversations now and getting back to the coaching thing, university of Buffalo. We, I never had a coach four years of rugby. We didn't have a coach. So now it's to see a guy like Ben Foden coaching a college program is amazing. And we have coaching staffs throughout. You know, when people tell me the game's not growing, I just say, uh, yeah, it is. Because we had five players that were selectors and we ran the practices and we didn't have any rugby IQ. Yeah, it may not, may not be growing as quickly as some people would want, but definitely trending in the right direction uh, on that front as well. Uh, yeah, you're going to see less, I think, programs like Virginia Tech who are, are player coached and player run uh, and more of these programs like Fordham who are bringing in uh, some big names to start start imparting some rugby wisdom. Uh, so we need final thoughts, Danny, guys. We need a we need a Danny McKillop McKillop Award. That's what we, we need. That we do because that is a very impressive thing to be competitive uh, as a student run organization. That's because there are so many demands for your time on that front. You know, uh, I, I think it's it's an amazing feat. So we'll we'll get on that, Mac. You have somebody's ear, I'm sure, uh, at the higher levels of college rugby. See if we can get that going. 
I can see why you resonate so much with Danny McCullough now. I didn't know that about you. I didn't know that you were self that you guys coach have, yourselves. We, we we didn't have a coach. I, 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 can, I can see I can see the love of why you have a love affair with Danny McCullough right now. <laughs> I understand that. What's not to love about him? He's great. Very impressive. And Very impressive. He's gonna serve his country as well. I mean, I, you know. It's great on camera too. Yeah, very impressive guy. You guys are both very impressive gentlemen as well. Thank you so much for being a part of this, our inaugural Call Drogi wrap-up deep dive. Uh, fun little segment here. We're going to start doing these more throughout the year. Uh, but Colby Marshall, Matt McCarthy, thank you guys so much for sitting down with us. Uh, keep checking out our rest of our content here. We will be back uh, with more. We'll have a podcast as well this week. Uh, and we'll continue to follow the college action as we go along here on the College Rugby Wrap-Up. Matt? And one final thing, Colby has vowed that he is going to do 10 extra pull-ups every single time he goes on Instagram. Yeah, he it said it now on TV, so it has to be true, Colby. We're all going to hold you to it. Every Notice single, I didn't challenge like, him to a chin-up contest. <laughs> <laughs> he knows better. Yeah, I definitely know better. All right, we'll see you all next time.